How often do you think about how to get more referrals for your business? If you make existing customers wildly happy, they will tell others, and you'll have no shortage of new business. It's easier said than done, but today we'll use the book Raving Fans as our guide. Hi everyone, welcome to Small Biz Flash, your briefing on small business news, trends, and insights. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. Thanks for joining me. Stick around for some enlightenment about creating raving fans. That's coming up, but first, the news roundup. Small business owners became increasingly dour in their economic outlook last month, according to a new report from the National Federation of Independent Business. The Small Business Optimism Index decreased by half a point in September to 90.8, marking the 21st consecutive month the reading was below the 49-year average of 98. 23% of owners reported that inflation was their single most important problem in operating their business, unchanged from last month and tied with labor quality as the top concern. NFIB Chief Economist Bill Dunkelberg explained that, quote, Owners remain pessimistic about future business conditions, which has contributed to the low optimism they have regarding the economy, end quote. Other key findings, a seasonally adjusted 43% of owners reported job openings that were hard to fill, remaining at a historically high level as owners can't hire enough workers due to few qualified applicants. Also, a seasonally adjusted net 36% of owners reported raising compensation, and a seasonally adjusted net 29% of owners said they raised average selling prices, a very inflationary level. The bar is now higher for businesses to participate in the Small Business Administration's 8A Business Development Program designed to help disadvantaged companies contract with the federal government. That's because owners who previously qualified for the 8A contract program due to their being a part of a racial or ethnic minority and thus having a presumed disadvantage, no longer have that automatic qualifier. A recent court decision forced the SBA to change 8A requirements, so now applicants must detail an actual history of discrimination to continue receiving contracts under the program. Goldman Sachs is throwing its weight behind a campaign opposing tougher banking rules called Basel III Endgame, or B3E, that it argues will hurt small business lending. The philosophy of B3E is to strengthen capital requirements on banks, thus adding stability to the overall financial system. But the federal government's push is overzealous, according to critics, who think it will further dry up capital flowing to small businesses. The B3E proposals, part of an international regulatory framework, are set to take effect in 2025. You can find more information on this and other stories in the News Roundup by going to the links in the show notes. Small business owners, you need the pros at SBS Accounting and Advisors to keep your finances on track. For 16 years, the good folks at SBS have been helping owners make better decisions and grow their profits. Go to sbsaccountants.com today to set up a free 30-minute consultation. Use the promo code FLASH to get 20% off your setup fee. 
Again, that's sbsaccountants.com. To have a truly thriving business, one essential element is a base of customers who are widely enthusiastic about what your company offers. So much so, in fact, that they will eagerly tell their friends, family, and neighbors. In the book Raving Fans by Ken Blanchard and Sheldon Bowles, these authors explain how having merely satisfied customers just doesn't cut it. So today, we're going to unpack some of the book's ideas and talk about how to apply them to your business. We all could list numerous examples of bad customer service. It's commonplace. I had just such an experience today. Unfortunately, it's the age in which we live. People expect to be disappointed, frustrated, or treated rudely, at least some of the time, in their interactions with the businesses that they give their hard-earned money to. And they will begrudgingly tolerate it, just up to the point where a better alternative comes along. And then they will quickly vote with their feet and their wallets. So don't let your business be one of those purveyors of bad customer service. Instead, make your customers raving fans. Think about the Net Promoter Score or NPS metric. Using the NPS system, you ask a simple question of your customers. How likely are you to recommend us? And they give a response on a scale of 0 to 10, with 0 being the lowest and 10 being the highest. If the score given is 0 to 6, the customer is considered a detractor. If the score is 7 to 8, then the customer is known as a passive. And finally, if the score is 9 to 10, the customer is a promoter. You want to get all of your customers, or as many as practically possible, to the promoter category. If you do, you'll have a lot less churn, and it is much cheaper to maintain current customers than it is to acquire new customers. Plus, you'll get the added benefit that promoters, i.e. gung-ho customers, are telling their people how great you are and to do business with you. And that is the best marketing you could ask for. I hope you're enjoying the show and with every episode, gaining new insight to grow your business and run it better. I help small business owners every day succeed with strategy, operations, and marketing. Email me today at adam at smallbizflash.com and tell me about your small business's challenges. Let's grow your business together. That's Adam at smallbizflash.com. Making your customers raving fans sounds great, right? But how? Well, it's a process, but it may not be as complicated as you think. The first step, according to the book, is to decide what you want the customer experience to be. In other words, you and your staff need to create a vision of perfection centered on the customer. If you were the customer, what would you want? Think about some of the amazing customer service encounters you've had lately, if there are any. What is the common thread? Chances are, the company did at least one of these three things to give you an enjoyable experience. One, they treated you with individual attention and humanized the interaction. Two, they saved you time. And three, They cut down on the hassle factor in solving your problem. Now you have a good start on creating your vision of perfection centered on the customer. As you brainstorm and the vision begins to gain some definition, 
it's important to remember that your company cannot be all things to all customers. It's okay if you can't make every customer happy with your vision and if some eventually leave you as a result. If the vision is well thought out and ultimately executed, you'll make up for the lost customers and lose the headache of customers you couldn't really satisfy anyway. After you finish defining your vision, then you must talk with your customers and get their input. This task can be a bit challenging, but there are ways to find out what customers are really thinking. Then, after you've listened to your customers and integrated their input into your vision, comes the implementation process, which is where owners are most likely to feel overwhelmed and give up. However, there is a methodology you can follow to find success. So, be on the lookout for the next episode when we'll tackle these steps. That's the show for this week. Please tell someone about the podcast and a comment on LinkedIn, Facebook, or YouTube would be great as well. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.